Well, welcome back, friends, to the Hypocrites and Hypochondriacs podcast, second season entitled Passion Fruit, where we are allowing our why to produce a passion that bears fruit. I'm your host, Antia Evelina, and I am excited about today's journey. Well, friends, you are in for a treat. We have Antonio Tate of Party Bites Catering in the lounge with us today. He's going to talk about how he allowed his why to produce a passion that bears delicious fruit. Stay tuned. Well, thank you so much, Antonio, for being on the Hypocrites and Hypochondriacs podcast. Excited to be here. We're excited to have you. So first question, what is your favorite food? Hmm, my favorite food uh, is probably sous vide baby back ribs. Yes. You want me to tell you how I make them? By all means. Really good. So what we do is we take um, baby back ribs, we uh, prepare them by adding our seasoning, adding our rub, and also you make a, um, a smoky molasses glaze to go on them, and then we put them in a sous vide bath um, for about four hours, and then finish them off on a grill or either in, a, um, in an oven as well, too. So uh, what sous vide is, is basically, um, it's called under vacuum, is what sous vide actually means. Um, but what it is, is we actually cook food underwater at a controlled temperature for a certain amount of time. So it adds the perfect tenderness to your meat, also adds your smoke ring if you add uh, your, your prog powder number one into that as well too. But it's uh, it's amazing, amazing process of cooking food. Wow, that sounds amazing and delicious. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, thanks for that. Um, second question, tell us about yourself. Who is Antonio? Who is Party Bites Catering? All right, I am Antonio Tate. I am the... Husband of the lovely Antea, <laughs> who's uh, actually uh, uh, has this podcast, <laughs> and um, I am kind of sad that is I'm actually making my first um, appearance the second season. Oh my! But um, <laughs> that is fine. I'm happy to be here, nevertheless. <laughs> but um, I am uh, a cater of uh, Party Bites Catering, and um, I've owned the business for about about five years now. Um, we're really in a really growth uh, growth span growth. Um, trending in a lot of growth right now and what we're Go doing. A trajectory. Trajectory. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> but um, really growing at a, at a great pace right now. Um, have a great team around me and just really trying to grow and get passionate about, um, passionate about different quali- things that, that we're doing with food. Um, as far as the presentation of it, um, our cooking styles, um, adding the things to our menu and just really growing our customer base is what we're working on right now. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, good to hear. Now, what makes you different than other caterers or chefs? I think what makes us different is really um, our attention to detail as far as the cuisine. Um, And I'll get to the service in a moment, but really um, the innovative part of it, um, how food is chemistry, how food is science, Mm -hmm. and, um, and just finding different ways and better ways to actually create different meals and create different dishes. Um, as far as the service aspect, I think that um, our main focus is um, our whole team has a really servanthood mindset about how we do things. Mm-hmm. So we want to serve in excellence. We want to leave. Um, if we go to a venue and leave a kitchen, we want to leave it better than what we found it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really a serving um, is people in excellence, anticipating the guest needs is really our main goal. I think that's what makes us different. Ah, That sounds amazing. It sounds really good. So you said that you have a servant minded team surrounding you. Yes. 
So tell us a little bit more about your team and maybe the different attributes that they have that make you say that. Awesome. One one um, big thing, not a requirement for us, but um, all of us go to church. We all um, believe in God. We all believe in uh, Jesus Christ, and we leave, and we, we know we get that that spirit of servanthood from how He served us and how He served. Um, we'll read about the stories and, the, and everything in the Bible that He's done for for His people. So um, we really have a spirit of um, servanthood from that, and that's really our base. And from that, we, we they kind of lead after me. You know, I have a spirit of servanthood. Mm-hmm. So then they want to be like me, and they want, I want to make little small mini me's of me yes. that are in the kitchen, um, out serving at events, but uh, really. Uh, Leading by that and that that example, it really sets a, a standard for us. I think yeah. in our service. That's y'all secret sauce, huh? That's it. That's our secret wow. sauce. Wow, you said anticipating the needs of others, which is being hospitable, and that right. is not always synonymous with catering, is it? It's not. It's mm-hmm. not. Um, I mean, even with service in general, um, even what's going on just in the nation. Um, Yes, the service, quality of service hasn't been the greatest, I feel like. I think it's, um, it's trending downward, actually. But we want to be the upward trend with that. You know, we want to go um, above and beyond for every guest that we have. And we might make mistakes along the way, but we're going to fix them and get improved from that mistake. Yes, by all means. Well, where did your journey begin? Like, how did you get started? Yeah, I think my journey began um, really in, in my father's kitchen, you know, back growing up, back five, six, seven, eight years old um, with him cooking meals for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And then even when I was 13, running an actual restaurant, um, his restaurant he had called Gumbo to Go. Um, it was a Cajun Creole restaurant, and that gave me a really a good base as far as for flavor. Mm-hmm. You know, New Orleans and that Cajun Creole-style food is really flavorful, has spiciness to it, has sweetness to it. Um, and I was able to learn that from making um, etouffee and gumbo mm-hmm. at a very young age. And I think that carried on to now and how I do my cooking and how I prepare food to this, to this day. Wow. What was your favorite dish that you prepared with your dad? Ooh, um, let's see. I think probably gumbo, mm-hmm. you know, gumbo is, is, it's amazing. There's so many different steps to it. There's so much, um, even science involved when you put in, when you put your okra in there are using gumbo filet and, and, um, how you make your roux and how it's a 45 minute to an hour process to make that yeah. roux, um, by even browning that, that butter and flour to make a, a more depth of flavor and umami flavor in that gumbo, I think was amazing. I think that was one of my favorite meals to cook with my father. Wow. That sounds complex. It and your is. dad, what did he do for a living? My dad, oh my gosh, where do I begin? Um, he was a biochemist by trade. You think that helped him as a chef? It definitely did. It definitely. He didn't talk about the the, the science aspect of it as much as 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 I think about it now, but it definitely was a part of his cooking though, for sure. But a uh, biochemist by trade, he had a catering business, had a restaurant, was a great cook. Um, he could sing. He could play piano. Could play the guitar. He was a creative. And he's a creative. He <laughs> could paint. Amazing. Um, he, he was amazing. Multi talented for wow. sure. Wow. Well, what's your inspiration? My inspiration. Um, I'm inspired by yes, the world around me. You know, um, really getting out and learning the trends that are going on, not only in Chattanooga but even larger cities like San Francisco and um, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. New York, and what they're doing. Um, and really is um, having my feelers out and, and, and trying different tastes as far as what's savory and sweet and what mm-hmm. pairs well with one another. Um, even doing things with coffee even as well too in, in, in rubs and in, um, in mocktails, things like that. I think um, there's so many flavors out there. It's finding the right combination that, um, that really um, um, excites people's uh, um, palates, you yeah, know, is what yeah. you want to really bring to the table when you deal with customers, when you provide food for others as well too. So you find inspiration around you. 
That's wonderful. For so sure. do you travel often? Yes, <laughs> I do. We do. Yes, we do. Um, yeah. So from Miami to, um, you know, to Telluride, Colorado, yeah. or even New York, you know, um, and seeing the different food concepts that are out there, different cuisines that are out there, how um, how cities cook to their region, you know, yeah. where in Telluride, we had bison a lot there, yeah. you know, there's bison that are, that they're, they're, they're flourishing there where maybe we might not have that option here, but down in Miami, you have that cube, Cuban descent, that Cuban, yeah. um, flair and all your food and dishes yeah. there as well too. So, um, different cities give you a different flair. So, so important to travel and see the world, see the United States, see all the States and cities that are out there that are providing just great cuisine to the world. Oh, wow. Sounds good. Now, um, what does the future look like for you, Antonio, and your business? All right. Future. Future is bright. Yes. Um, I think my future is really um, just growing. Um, I'm embracing this time right now. I'm embracing my season of obscurity, I like to say. Mm-hmm. Um, really embracing that right now and being prepared. What does prepared. that mean to you? What does that mean to me? That really means that uh, I'm embracing this season where I'm able to grow and, and not be on the big stage. Maybe not be on... Uh, the food networks are be out in a huge restaurant and the Michelin star restaurant right now, but really perfecting my craft right now, really um, um, learning how to lead my team better, learn how to grow my business and run a great Ram business and provide a great service to customers consistently, I think is a really good goal of mine that I want to start with right now. Mm-hmm. And that's part of embracing my season of obscurity right now. So would you say that you're in the trenches? Yeah, definitely the trench stage. Yep. And I, I think I went to the, um, in a trench stage when I first began my business the first couple of years. Um, and then we kind of mellowed out and kind of plateaued for about a year or two or so. And now it's really blown right now. It's really at a um, at a high level right now, which is I'm a, uh, so blessed for it, blessed mm-hmm. to have that. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just there's growing pain, pains in there as well, too, as you grow, you know. So really um, just perfecting what I do, perfecting my business practices, yeah. um, communication with my team yeah. better. Um, communication with my customers even better as well too. So it's a it's definitely a time and a, an opportunity to be able to grow and um, and do things better than I ever done it before. Well, we brought you on the podcast because we feel like you had something very important to say, and I think that you're a very unique individual, and I think the way that you serve others is so powerful. And um, I would love for you to speak to just the feedback that you've gotten as a as an individual. And also as a, a business owner, as a boss, because you're passionate about what you do and the lives that you have impacted. When I think about Jennifer and, you know, your whole entire team, you're changing lives. You're giving people opportunity. Right. I haven't always seen it that way. You know, I'm just, that's the kind of person I am. You know, I want to be able to give back. I want to be able to pour into other people, you know, but um, I've. It's been amazing just being on my team and watching them grow. I've been on my team now for Jennifer almost three years, um, two and a half, three years. I have Stephanie as well, too. She's been around for two years, a little over that now. And she's kind of grown into my lead right now and kind of um, dealing with customers for me and, and, and fixing problems, being my fixer, setting up events for me and things like that. But it's been great to really grow with them and um, and be able to just kind of... Uh, improving my leadership skills, like I said again, you know, improving in leadership and, and really how to manage them and how to lead them and, and lead them the way they need to be led as well too is very important as well too because you always do different personalities, you know, so some things you can say to someone but some, another person you cannot say the same thing to them, you have to manage them a different way. You use this, different um, leadership styles with them as well too. So really learning that with them and we have a really good core team right now as far as 
handling um, all recipes being consistently um, done every single time. And now going over to the service part of it and make sure service is on point every single time, making sure we're consistent, we're on time. Um, people eat with their eyes. So making sure that the plates look amazing, that the spreads look amazing and our eye catching because people eat with their eyes. They want to, um, the food tastes better when it looks good. You know yes, what I mean? So really doing that and putting emphasis on that as well too is important to us. Now you speak to your training methods and how you are pouring into your team. Mm-hmm. So you're giving them employable skills, yeah. but yeah. you're also impacting their lives on a personal level yeah. with their families. Like yeah. their children know you right. and they're, yeah. you're, yeah. In, you're endeared by their family members. For I sure. mean, can you speak to that? How does that make you feel? It feels so good. It feels so good, you know, and it's really, um, we're not only working together, but we're doing life together. Yes. You know, we're doing life together. You know, I know um, what their needs are. I know um, it, what bothers them, what doesn't bother them, what, what gives them joy, things like that. I'm able to learn with them by being around them all the time. Um, and also with their families, their children, I know their children, I love their children. I give them hugs when I see them, you know, I, um, we go out and get ice cream together and, and donuts together sometimes, you know, so I think family is very important, you know, um, and they care about me and us just the same, you know what I mean? They will do anything for us, you know, and I think because of what we built with them over these years, they will do anything for us and we will do anything for them as well too. Now, that's not typical of bosses, but it sounds like you were very intentional about pouring right. into them because I think we we always talk about sowing seeds and right. what you put in is definitely what you get out. Right. And so I, I think, I believe because of what you've poured into them that they're loyal above any yeah. other, you know, yeah. you yeah. know, any other boss they ever had. Sure. And it's not even you being a boss, but you being a leader, right. you, you being so much more to them, a friend, right. you know, so that's powerful to see. Right. Something you touched on, you said, uh, talking about um, seeds, but it's about duplication, you mm-hmm. know, so it's about me duplicating myself, you know, so. I'm able to step back sometime and maybe have a vacation or work on other business um, entrepreneurial ideas that I might have in the future. I'm able to do that because I'm building a strong team um, that that's behind me and knows um, knows our culture of Party Bites Catering, you know, and knows um, my mindset of how I do things and how I do things in excellence. And they want to do that same thing and, and, and make the business proud as well with that. I've been talking to my team lately, the last few days about... Um, you cook the way you feel, uh, yes. you know? So yes. if your mood is, is down in the muddy grubs and you're not full of joy where you're cooking, it's not going to taste as good as you're cooking and you're, you're loving with you, what, what you do and you're mm-hmm. joyous doing it and you're happy doing it and had a great day, had a great start to your day. You talk to, talk to God that morning mm-hmm. and ready to get the day going. It's not going to taste the same if you, you have a totally different negative mood, you know? Yeah. So we've been talking about mood the last actually five days. We've been talking about that and, and how the same recipe can t- taste one way if you're feeling a certain way. Mm. But if you do it with love and do it with um, all of your passion, it, it tastes the best it can possibly taste. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. I had an opportunity to um, witness you and your team at a a wedding. And um, they spoke of the food. They raved about the food. But people have had good food before. They don't always have good service. They don't always have people with a great temperament. And the mother of the bride came over and spoke highly of your team and how polite and how caring and how hospitable they were. So Party Bites Catering is not just chefing up delicious food, but it's changing lives and it's impacting environments. Yeah. 
So I thank you so much um, for sharing your heart and sharing about the business. Um, how do our listeners get a hold of you? How do they reach Party Bites? Awesome. Get a hold of us by um, our website, which is um, PartyBitesCatering.com. Um, you can find us on there and also on Instagram. We're on we're at Party Bites CHA, so Party Bites Chattanooga. So uh, Party Bites CHA, and then also on uh, Facebook, we're Party Bites Catering, or at Party Bites CHA as well, too. Awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, once again, Antonio, thank you so much for coming on. All right, thanks for having me. <laughs> well, friends, I don't know if you heard the smiles coming through the microphone. Antonio is such a delight. He's such a kind and generous individual. And I've watched him grow over the years. I've watched him go into environments and it's almost as if he comes with the food, but then he leaves with people's hearts. Hospitality is a spiritual gift and Antonio has perfected it. In this day and age where there's a lot of division, where there's a lot of strife, if you will, Antonio is able to bring joy to environments and people love coming together and breaking bread. And he's a part of that. He's a part of births and weddings and and all these different types of major life events that people have, he's able to contribute to by bringing delicious dishes, but also bringing that peace and that joy and that servitude that shines so bright through him. Friends, I hope that you leave this episode with the desire to impact lives and the desire to be hospitable. Hospitality is defined as anticipating the needs of others. And so as you go out today, I hope that you find a way to anticipate the needs of another. Until next time, be hospitable.